0: Welcome back in Brady Farkas show right here on a Monday on WDEV AM and FM and wdevradio.com Continuing to break down the Patriots on their 24 to six win over the Carolina Panthers yesterday in Charlotte. Pat's now five and four and rolling a little bit now as they're in the thick of things in the AFC playoff picture. Joining us now a guy who was in the building yesterday. It's our guy, Nick Carboni of WCNC down in Charlotte. So Nick, thanks for being with us, man. How are you? I'm
1: good, Brady. Thanks for having me. I'm a New England boy, so getting back to my roots a little bit with this appearance, just on the other side of (laughs) yesterday's game.
0: Yeah, well, I appreciate you being with us. I knew you were a a New England guy born and bred, so uh, probably a little odd to be on the uh, Panther side of things yesterday. That game was a bit of a slog to watch. Was it a slog in person?
1: Yes, because I'm paid to unfortunately watch Carolina's offense. So in that sense it was a slog. Coming into the game, I knew the the running back usage was going to be a big part of both teams' offensive game plans. It certainly was for both teams. Obviously, managed a lot better by New England's offense. I thought what they did with their running backs was kind of, you know, throwback Bill Belichick running by committee, running back by committee. Said on the radio pregame show all year, it, it had really been Damian Harris carrying the load, but obviously they they worked Bolden in and you know Ramondre Stevenson. I thought he was a beast as well. Uh, so in the sense that you know the team that I'm paid to watch was completely slogging on offense. Yes, it was a slog to watch, but you know yet again just another well coached game by Bill Belichick on both sides of the ball. So that uh, in terms of that, you're kind of watching some good football.
0: What do Panthers fans think of Sam Darnold? The Patriots have had this success against him throughout his entire career, but what do Panthers fans think of Darnold? Probably what Jets fans think
1: of Sam Darnold at this (laughs) point. It was a great three-game opener for Sam Darnold, a rating close to 100 or over 100 in each of the games, 300 yards in each of the games. But really, since the Dallas game, the turnover bug has come back, and it's proven that this is just who he is. He does not make good decisions in the pocket or out of the pocket. And I don't know if that's reversible. Two of the three interceptions on Sunday were just awful decisions. Credit Jamie Collins with making an absolute all pro play, yeah. jumping up to get the second one, right? But the, the two others, when you're threatening to score and bring your team back into the game, be, that your defense is keeping you in as usual to overthrow a tight end with nobody in front of him because the linebacker came up and then to loft it into the air with JC Jackson hovering on DJ Moore and not try to put it over DJ Moore so that only he could have a chance to catch it. You're still doing those things three years and nine weeks into your career. I'm not sure how reversible that is. So I think the Panthers and their fans are in a predicament now where they don't know how to get out of this because they picked up Sam Darnold's fifth-year option for next year, $18.8 million guaranteed, right after they traded for him, instead of waiting to see how this played out.
0: So last year was Teddy Bridgewater. He wasn't the answer. This year it's Darnold. He may not be the answer. Head coach Matt Rule waxed poetic last week about Mac Jones. The Panthers had a chance to draft Mac Jones. Why did they just not do that if they were apparently such big believers in him? Had a chance
1: to draft Mac Jones had a chance to draft Justin Fields went defense with JC Horn, a very good looking rookie cornerback who unfortunately isn't going to play the rest of the season. uh, It looks like, so, you know, we'll see how JC Horn as an individual player and pick plays out over time. But when juxtaposed to who you could have gotten in that eighth overall spot, it certainly looks damning now. And, you know, Matt rule says that about a lot even after Mac Jones, you know, Twisted Brian Burns' ankle, he still says he loves Max Jones. So I, I don't know how much I I put into how much they loved him as a potential franchise quarterback. Certainly, he's looked you know probably the most solid and steady of the rookie quarterbacks so far. But he's in a really good situation there. I'm not sure it would have played out the same way here.
0: Brian Burns, you mentioned him. He's got a sprained ankle now as a result of that play that everyone is talking about in Charlotte. Did you think it was a dirty play? Bill Belichick said that he, you know, Bill Belichick defended Mac Jones this morning on WEEI in Boston. Did you think it was a dirty play? I think it was. I think
1: when I look at it, I see Mac Jones turning his body over. Hmm. Listen, it happened very quickly. Now we all have the benefit of multiple angles and slowed down video. To grab his leg is one thing to try to prevent him from, you know, either he thought he had the ball or whatever. But there's a clear point, I think, in where where Mac Jones twists and turns.
0: That's just my view. Nick Carboni with us here on the Brady Farkas Show. I don't know if I'll New- be allowed back in New England.
1: But. Yeah, well, we're going to talk <laughs> about that. talk my view on the one play.
0: We're going to talk about that play more specifically here coming up after the 6 o'clock hour. We're talking with Nick Carboni of WCNC down in Charlotte with us here on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV. Stephon Gilmore, he played a role yesterday for for Carolina. He had an interception, nice play to kind of jump a route there, physical with the Pats wide receiver in the middle of the field. He left us in New England with more questions than answers last week when he said he didn't like how the Patriots handled his injury. Um, Has he let his guard down a little bit more with you guys? Do you have any more to that story that we're looking for? Not beyond
1: what that is, but I know that when he was asked after the game about visiting with – former teammates, coaches, members of the front office. It was love RKK, visited with him before the game. Love yep. my teammates, visited with them after the game. Did not talk to Bill Bill. So I think that is where the issues lie is between those those two men. Um, you know, <laughs> injuries and players and when to let them go and how to handle them. I mean, they, we, it's it's not specific to one franchise or coach. The player isn't going. I mean, we had a situation here with Graham Gano kind of coming out a couple of weeks ago and and talking about his injury situation when he was in Carolina. The player often isn't going to like how it's handled uh, if the team thinks that, you know, it's going to impede them from giving the player a contract or keeping the player around. So not surprised, but it does seem to lie between Gilmore and B.B.
0: How disappointed were you or our Panthers fans that that game yesterday featured Mac Jones and not Cam Newton?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. It it was funny. I didn't think about it until like an hour before, but that was the game when the schedule came out that we all circled as, this is going to be a big week of talk radio. It's going to be a big week of pregame TV. Um, But, you know, that fizzled. I mean, when, when Bill Belichick let Cam Newton go in training camp, clearly wanting to go with Mac Jones, uh, you know, that that really fizzled out here. And I think right now the great concern is about quarterback going forward, not quarterback who was here. Although there is a strong contingent of fans in Carolina who still think the answer right now heading into week 10 is bringing Cam Newton back. Mm-hmm. No team has gone that route, even with his vaccination status change. So I think I think w- there was a thought about, oh yeah, this was supposed to be the week. But overall, I think the the, <laughs> the main talking points concern the current quarterback and and how poorly he's playing.
0: Pat's win it twenty four to six in Carolina last night. They're now five and four, and they're getting ready for a physical and fun matchup with the Cleveland Browns coming up next weekend. So for the Panthers, they dropped to four and five. And Nick Carboni from WCNC was there yesterday and Nick we appreciate the time today man appreciate it
1: absolutely Brady and and now that they're out of town I will be watching with a little more piqued interest as the Patriots season rolls along
0: and I know you're a Red Sox fan I know you're a Red Sox diehard are you happy about JD Martinez coming back
1: I was kind of surprised I caught that yesterday but yeah of course I am I think he's been great for them helped deliver a championship uh, we'll see how much he's he's got left in terms of pop but I was a little surprised by it it was almost like I was you know resigned resigning myself to what other moves they might make in his absence so I, well, I think it's a good thing
0: there are people who think they're now just going to turn around and trade martinez so we'll see Well, that's fine
1: too if you can if you can get get enough for him i'm okay with that too
0: <laughs> well we will see what happens but we've got a long and perhaps potentially dark baseball offseason ahead of us so nick man we appreciate the time thanks so much thank you brady